Welcome to Control Alt Revolt, episode 131. I'm Nick Cole, and uh, we are having coffee today, but we're having coffee at home. So tell us how you like the sound. Is it better? Is it deeper? Is it richer? Is it annoying? I kind of remember we made one here one other time in the same room, and it was a little echoey sounding, so we'll have to see, but... Here we are. <laughs> if it annoys you, just turn off the podcast and don't ever listen again. But we have made them before in our room, in our room and it was fine. So if people don't like this and we want to do one at home, we can always do it up there. I would say that what the is coffee that? is better today. Wow. You made such a good one. I what know. do you call this? I don't know. It's uh, coffee. I mean, it's like a... <laughs> It's so I mean, good. Is it I weird to I'm, say like a snickerdoodle latte, but not like too sweet? Because like I yeah. say that because it's like cinnamon. It could be. It's like a cinnamon flavor, but just cinnamon sounds too like harsh to me. But like it's cinnamon and like lightly sweet and then like coffee flavor. I don't know. It's really The good. fun part about the lightly sweet is it's a little sweeter than I usually do things. And it's probably what I need to start doing. But I actually used your hometown honey oh. that we like we went up to Modesto and um Nicole's uncle is an almond guy, holler, mm-hmm. and he has a lot of almond trees and things like that. And so they have bees, and he just get he has like all this honey. Yeah. And I'm really into like natural honey, so yeah. I have honey coming out my ears now. Yeah. And I've been using sugar to sweeten the coffee, but I'm like, well, why why don't I use this really good honey? Yeah. It's really good. And you even just had them do that at uh, the coffee shop the other day when you had them do our kind of sort of mocha. Yeah. Remember you had them use yeah. honey. And this isn't fine. even any sort of anti-refined sugar thing because I don't even really have a lot of sugar in my life. Right. Other than like if we get like a treat, like a donut or a Susie cake, then that's sugar. But like in the morning, I just put like, I take a teaspoon and I put the very tip of the nipple of the teaspoon, right? That's all the sugar there is, just that much. Right. So we don't have that much, but yeah. honey is healthier than sugar. So like, why not? Because it actually tastes even better. I like it. Yeah. There's like, I don't know, it's less flat tasting and more like well-rounded flavor. I like it. And incidentally, we have a new sponsor today, the Honey Council of America. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. We don't have any sponsors. No, we don't have but any sponsors. But if anyone sponsors. wants to, feel free. <laughs> you would have to be really uh, uh, a, um, and I think today's podcast is a little bit about business and everything like that, but you would have to be really scraping the bottom of the barrel to use this podcast to advertise anything. I can barely use my own things. I have things that I sell. Mm-hmm. I am a book writer. Some people call that a novelist. Or an author. Or an author. I prefer book writer. <laughs> exactly. Me write book. And, you know, I don't even use this podcast to sell those. Really, yeah. when you think about it. Yeah, exactly. So... So what were you saying that you wanted to talk about was kind of like businessy stuff? Uh, well, um, I think the first thing I would talk about is the Dan Bongino story about him getting canceled off of YouTube. And like everybody like we're going through this thing now where, you know, we're having to build this new economy because, you know, as I went off on my rant on the Insider show yesterday. Sorry, everybody, if I screamed and ranted too much, but it is kind of getting to me in a certain way that, and it really did come home to me last night, and then like kind of watching all the numbers of people that are being injured, and people saying, oh, they don't want to go to hospitals anymore, or things like that. It's Including like, us. 
Yeah, it's weird, like, this crowd that was all out there, like, basic human health care is a right, and Sarah Palin is an idiot for saying there's death death panels. And now you literally have people being denied transplants, liver, heart, things like that, medical care, by these smarmy nurses and doctors and hospital administrators. And I'm like, but wait, 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 wait. Haven't you guys just campaigned for several years now on basic human health care? Basic health care is a human right. And once we got to uh, one of your hot button issues, it's like like once the left took full power in this country, they couldn't wait to go to this state, to this, this, I mean, in big tech, we have nothing but censorship. Now in healthcare, we have, um, if you don't vote the way that we want you to vote and get everything that we want, you can't have healthcare. Like, they're actually worse than Gollum in Lord of the Rings. You know, like, Gollum just got the ring and wanted to, like, eat fish. These people got the ring and went full Sauron, like, in seconds. Like, even Sauron would be like, damn, slow down. <laughs> you know, like, take it easy. I know, exactly. Um, yeah, and like somebody pointed out a while back that, okay, let's say they really believe that this vaccine is good for your health and you're making a stupid decision if you don't take it, which there's so much evidence to the contrary. But let's pretend that they really believe that. Even so, someone's pointed out before, well, why don't you deny these things to people that make other unhealthy decisions that are harming their health? Yeah. like? obese people that are you know massively causing more health problems to themselves drug or drug addicts yeah like yeah. there's so many other things and clearly you're not denying those people no. these types of care so that even the argument of if you believe your own stupid argument left lefties doesn't make sense because it's all it's it's not all political but it's at the ground level it is political because the one tribe feels that they you know the karen tribe feels that they have this issue now that allows them to do two of the things that they like the most, which is um, harm other people who don't believe the way that they do. Like a Democrat and a leftist only thinks in two ways. Um, can I harm people and can I get more power? They actually don't think of... They, they have this red button that they push where they think that they're doing good and think that they're... But like really when you look at their actions and the things that they do, like, oh, I care for the homeless so much. And it's like, really? Have you been to where the homeless live? Have you seen the policies in place that keep them there? You know, uh, all these kinds of things, the inner city, blah, blah, blah. But it's all just bullshit the way that they think. The, um, I think the thing that I'm getting fed up with is the two societies and how fast they went to you can't have it like like i really do like i have come to feel this week like a second class citizen like and it's just coming home like gosh you gotta watch it because they're kind of out to get you now Mm -hmm. and the dan bongino thing like and and again like people who don't know my story or whatever like i've been kind of censored since 2015 i think yeah you know exactly oh my gosh it's so crazy you'd have to be a fool to like and, and this would just be a piece of advice for everybody kind of going down the road. Like, if you're if you're using big tech or corporations to build anything, um, you're you're playing with a house of cards. You're building you're building on a foundation of sand, mm-hmm. because the moment that any person who doesn't like you is offended by something that you do, what we've seen in the culture, and there's only one little standout here, which is Spotify. 
But the rest of the culture, like YouTube, they just ban you, throw you off, all these kinds of things. And it's like, even when the science, supposedly, the science comes back and says, oh, this thing is right, they don't go and re-unban all the people that they banned or whatever. Like, this big tech censorship thing has got to end. Like, if you're not full up tired about it right now, I don't know. I'm happy I'm over here on Substack. People say, oh, no one likes Substack or whatever. Like, but for the most part, I'm pretty much free to do whatever I want. But and and I and I've thought like, oh, I should, I should put these on YouTube, or we should do like a weekly show on YouTube. And I'm like, no. no. Why would I have? Why why would I do anything to build YouTube and give them money, for them just to for for one of my enemies is usually how it works, who doesn't like you decides to report you for hate speech. And I'm like, look what they're saying: COVID misinformation, all these kinds of things. It's like. Yeah, but you never report Fauci for the misinformation. You oh know, don't, don't wait. You don't need to wear masks. Well, I told you not to wear masks because we needed masks for us. That's what he said, basically. I know. Tell me how that's not misinformation. Yeah. And yet this person is given, you know, carte blanche rule of the government. Like, like everything that the left does, it's never questioned. It's never held into account. It's just forgotten and moved over. But the moment that you make a decision or you do something, you get rolled like no tomorrow. The other weird thing is, I mean, I never thought about this, but like the the official narrative was like because we were worried all the people would buy all the masks and the and the healthcare people wouldn't have them. I'm pretty sure that healthcare people get their masks from different sources than where normal people would buy them. I'm pretty sure they're not going to like Walmart. To none buy of this masks. is none of so this has made no sense, sense since. And now now the city says, oh, the cloth masks don't work. So the fights that we've all had for two years and all of this, you know, I mean, because it shows you at the end of the day, it really isn't about the leftist tribe because they're just idiots. Like at the end of the day, they're and someone pointed out, they said it's really interesting. The maintenance people and the people inventing the 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 vaccines, like the high functioning, super intelligent people, the professors, the doctors, the researchers and the maintenance people who clean up. If you look in society at who's getting the vaccine, it's not those two groups. Right. It's the middle group in the center, the mind-controlled group, who would tell you that they're smarter than the maintenance people and better than the nerds Mm -hmm. because they went to all the right schools and they think all the right thoughts and they watch Ellen dance around on television and they love the view, but it's like, but you're actually the most Mm mind-controlled. And and now you're becoming the most injured because literally, like, I, I have a tweet right now that's just going nuts. Uh, on retweets and things for me you know like hey it's not one of the big people but it's getting some pretty good retweets and i just pointed out where eric metaxas showed with this new uh, information from the dod that infertility is up 473 percent and then myocarditis and this is dod information which the dod as people have pointed out is the gold standard for medical records care and then myocarditis is like 431 percent from last year and what's the variable well it's the vaccine um, so that, that tweet's going through the roof. People, people are, are, you know, it's just nuts. It's yeah. Just nuts. The thing, um, back to Spotify real quick. I mean, I want to give them credit, but like, I think it's more that they already have that huge contract with Joe Rogan that yeah. they would, ha- they basically have to pay him all this money for these three years that he's con- contracting. Well, you can, you, you can, know what I mean? you can look at it that way, but at the end of the day, the decision that, because the, the left has proven when they're, when they're all in the tank, when the corporations that are like, it's interestingly, GE is not in the tank. Starbucks is not in the tank. You would have thought Starbucks was, but like 
a not lot your guys as GE but General Electric General Electric <laughs> yeah. like a lot of companies said once the Supreme Court said that you can no longer mandate it they walked away from it because they realized they were now open to a lawsuit and especially on uh, not giving full disclosure of what's in they were they, basically they were the 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 lawsuits were being passed on to the corporations. And the corporations smelled that and they walked away from it. The smart ones did. You're still going to have the true believers. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's interesting. What was I saying there? Well, about Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. So, um, no, at the end of the day, like, you know, it, it, here's Neil Young claiming to be some sort of rebel against the establishment, demanding that another artist be taken down. Because of COVID misinformation, and all Joe Rogan sat there and done is had conversations, mm-hmm. and and he actually practically applied a controversial treatment to himself and was healed, mm-hmm. and that's all to be thrown out because he's not Doctor Joe Rogan, you know he's not he doesn't have a white coat. Would the you want to know the real hilarity is when Fauci puts on a white coat. Yeah, Fauci hasn't done any sort of lab work in forever. Right. So it's all bullshit. It's all lies, and it it, it, it I'm not. It's a drum I'm going to continue to beat, just like the Tiffany Dover is actually dead drum, which is this is an illegitimate government. This is a bunch yeah. of people, and w- whether whether they are legitimately illegitimate or not, I think you can have the evidence. I think the evidence is there if you want it. But have you ever seen people act so illegitimate? These are these are people that know they're guilty and are acting like it. And are telling nothing but lies. Let's move over to, uh, I want to support this. What I'm trying to say is like, this government has lost the ability to tell the truth. Like, have you ever known a real full-on liar? Have you ever known a real full-on liar? Yes. And what did you notice about them? I noticed that at first it was like, okay, I guess I sort of understand why they're lying about this or that because I can see the benefit for them or whatever. I don't think it's a good idea, but okay. And then eventually... (laughs) they start to do it so much that sometimes you're like, why did you, and like you're witnessing it and you're like, why did you just lie about that thing? There was no reason for it. Now that's just one more thing you're going to have to remember. Yeah, they just and like, it's like the, there wasn't even like a, a reason for it. You're like, whoa, you're just, yeah, you, you, you've gone so far that you can't even tell the truth if you want to. Mm-hmm. And now you're just lying for the sake of lying. And I'm sure there's some weird Machiavellian justification, but it makes no sense. And I think that's really summed up in this tweet that I sent to you, if you want to basically read that to the audience. It's a quick thread that I found on Twitter. It's about a guy who's all up in the supply chain issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and his name is The Last Refuge, or At The Last Refuge 2, in case anyone wants to follow him. And so, yeah, the first part on the thread is remember me asking why the port of los angeles was not updating their december cargo results remember me asking about why this unusual delay and then the second part the bea released their fourth quarter gdp data today and he has a link to it number three a few hours later again today the port of los angeles finally released their december totals and he has another link there This is from today, right? Yeah. And then number four, he says, you know why that matters? Because imports are deductions to the GDP equation. By holding back the December port data, the import number to the BEA equation couldn't be deducted. The GDP data is manipulated, inflated, by not deducting the value of the December imports. Number five, 
Wasn't there a recent visit to the Port of L.A. by someone attached to the White House? And who is the picture of that person I just so want to punch in the face? In this picture? Yes. Be Pete Buttigieg. Oh, okay. He is I the most even... punchable. I, I, wow. He is oh, the most disingenuous, yeah. fake, phony, false suit. This is a guy who runs around claiming to be a Christian because he went to a divinity school, but he is a homosexual and, a, and married to a guy named Chasen. Um, if you count gay marriage as marriage, which it don't. I, don't, I think it's between a man and a woman. But hey, mm-hmm. sue me, do whatever you want. Can't stop you. It's the law of the land. Obama made it so. Yeah. But uh, uh, Buttigieg is the is the emptiest of suits, and I don't know why his manner is so fake, and he's lazy. Yes. Yes. He's not even, he does like I know gay people, and I like them, and my, they're my friends, and things like that. Some of them, some of them hate my guts. Because they're people. I don't really think about them as being gay. But one quality I've always admired in gay people is hard work. Yeah. And I had this one gay guy sum it up to me. And he's, he, he said, it's called the shame of the gay man. Hmm. And I'm all, well, what's that about? And he's like, well, you just feel like you've got to overcompensate because you didn't live up to your parents' expectations. All, he, all these things, basically, he said, innately, some homosexual men, especially from the older generations, have this shame of what they are. And so they found that if they kind of overcompensate in business, that 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 does something for them on some level. Oh. Those were his words, not mine. I said, well, it kind of makes sense. We all have a tendency to do that. So it just means you're just as human as I'm as I'm a human. But Buttigieg doesn't even have the the hardworking gay guy thing. No. Most gay guys like raise rise to the top in any organization because they just do it because they you know like. One, they don't have a family. Yeah, see, that's, that's kind of you know, why I thought, yeah, but, is they have more time usually yeah, because they, have they don't more time have and, a and, and they're compensating and they're working hard. And, and I've found oftentimes they're actually quite smart. Mm-hmm. And so they, they do work hard. Um, but Buttigieg doesn't even have that. That was a dude who went on maternity leave, paternity leave, and no one even knew he was gone. <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, he's like a dumb Alfred E. Newman, which is yeah. saying something. I Oh, it, like if I could punch anyone in the face, it would be Pete Buttigieg. It's not a gay hate crime or anything like that. I just can't stand his face. Yeah, you'd feel equally so if he was straight. Yeah, I would. I, I would probably punch harder if he was straight. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I would punch him so hard his wife would have a miscarriage. Ooh, yikes. Okay, so that one again, because there's like more to it, wasn't there? A that's reason? probably. I probably. That's probably like an abortion thing. I mean, I would punch him so hard that I would knock his wife's teeth out. No, okay. that's still awful. Well, it's better. It's better than the first one, maybe. <laughs> I just can't stand this guy. Ah, he bugs me. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah, so on that one, wasn't there a recent visit to the port of L.A. by someone attached to the White House, someone with a vested interest in manipulating the economic data? to fit a fraudulent effort they began in October. Number six, whoops, at Ronald Klain at WHCOS, LOL, yeah, some of us are really good at staying focused on your trickery. It's that guy. Yeah. Um, number seven, the actual reason we were tracking this was to see if the ports really were increasing productivity as an outcome of the White House Supply Chain Initiative. Or if this was all BS, here's the October reminder. And then they have a link to the White House's website that had that. Um, Number eight, here's the actual results. You can see for yourself this, quote, progress at our ports, moving cargo and filling shelves, end quote, was all BS. Actual port productivity dropped. And there's this big old chart there. 
Number nine. Instead, what they did was move the ships further offshore to hide what they were doing. And we knew that in California. We knew that like we had like like sort of November, December, we had a lot of fog and clouds. And we just watched as they moved the, the, the ships out into the clouds where we couldn't see them. But like local people were still saying, no, they're still out there. You can still see them. Mm-hmm. To give the illusion of less congestion and increased effort. They never put the ports on 24-7 operations. It was all a lie. And then there's a link to an LA Times article about that. That even says, ships bound for LA and Long Beach ports will wait farther offshore to ease air quality. Number 10, here's the results from the port of Long Beach. And then there's this chart that doesn't look good. Number 11, it was all a ruse. And with this San Francisco CBS local article, new queuing process for vessels at Port of Oakland aims to improve air quality. So same deal. Number 12. So now what we have is a situation where not only did the Biden administration manipulate a false impression of a port supply chain improvement, they also leveraged the import reporting delay to inflate U.S. economics statistics. Number 13. Mainstream media will hide these empirical and demonstrable truths, but at least we the people know them. The end. And so basically, just so you know, that means that the situation is actually worse. Now, yesterday they were coming out and saying, oh, we've made the economy recover strongest jobs growth and all this kind of stuff. The truth of it is, is they're still shooting this economy in the foot. And it's something that I've noticed. I was talking with my partner about it the other day that it seems like all of these corporations and businesses are doing everything that they can for us not to make money, even if they don't. It's just weird. Like I was saying, like, because there's always like when you're uploading books and doing things at Amazon, Amazon constantly changes the path to success. So if you do it this way and everybody starts doing it, then they change it to this way. And this thing is weighted and this factor changes. And it's like, we're just trying to figure out how to sell books on your website where we give you free content and then you give us a very small percentage sometimes of what what we what we've done for you and then people stay on your website and buy you know toilet paper and sleeping bags and things like that like literally we provide free content for amazon and they reward us by making it even more difficult for us to get some money and i've noticed that like with youtube like you know like just censoring everybody right and left when they're literally drawing people with content to your channel and advertising and like it's so weird but then we move to this one where the government is literally doing everything that it can to not capital not capital not solve the supply chain crisis there literally are i mean like people are saying i don't know i was watching the s2 intel brief from six days ago and the guy was basically saying i don't know if this is true or not well, i can tell you where i'm at there are short there are shortages and I'm at the mouth of the supply chain. Mm -hmm. I know other people are saying, yeah, there are shortages on shelves and things like that. We're just getting, you know, what are we a month into winter or whatever it is? Yeah. Like, you know, there's still a ways to go. Then you got to go through some spring, you know, like it's, and now all the truckers have gone up to Canada and then, uh, uh, GoFundMe pulled their money. So again, it's another thing like, Anytime that you decide to do anything with big tech or like you are building on a house of cards and it's just it's time that everybody realized just like we're doing over at GE we're building our own subscription method just like with this podcast you know I'm 
I'm doing it here with a with a platform that's reliable and says they're not going to do that stuff. But in all of our business dealings, you, you've got to you, you got to look at who you're supporting and what we're doing. And you know, I don't want to be a drag. And you know, I I know everybody's going through their life and doing the best they can. And the last thing you need to do is make things more difficult. But if you are going to start any kind of business or do anything, try to find a way to do it without big tech. Try to find a way to do it on your own. Try to use cash. Do whatever because these people, like I was drawing the the line on the Insider podcast yesterday, like it started at, you know, uh, we need to agree to disagree several years ago. Like we believe this way and you believe that way. You know, and then it moved to um, our way, you know, like you, you can't you can't call our way bad anymore. You know, like you can't you can't say the things that we're so that's hate speech. OK. And then it moved to um, you have to agree that everything we do is right. And if you think that they're going to stop at that, when you look and listen to the rhetoric that's out there, they have everything. They have the media. They have the hospitals. They have big tech. They have the three branches of government like. And they're still not satisfied. They find your presence abhorrent. And, and, and I won't cover what I said yesterday, but like, where do you think that's going to end? You know, like, w- w- like, when do they stop banning people on, on platforms because they have a different opinion? They have a different experience. They have evidence. You know, yeah. it's just it, it, it's really getting bad and it's really getting out of hand. And then you add this final thing in that the government spends the first part of the week telling you that they've created some some kind of economy growth. And then lo and behold, you find out that they they lied about the numbers. They 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 manipulated the data out of the ports. They didn't do the things that they, they made. They gave the illusion that they were doing something. But. The reality is you're the ones actually feeling that supply chain crisis and they're just dying laughing about it. They don't care. And it it really does bring me to the question. Are they even capable of telling the truth anymore? I don't think so. I mean, like, I know we've noticed you can pretty much usually find out what the truth is by just doing like saying, oh, it's the opposite of (laughs) whatever they're saying. And that's usually correct. So which means they're pretty much always lying. Yeah. I mean, and I, I'm being generous saying pretty much. I and mean, is this, is this how we're going to live the rest of our lives? Just like accepting that politicians lie. And like, and if you think that's just the left thing or whatever, you can see the video where the 12 year old girl goes up to Dan Crenshaw, who is supposedly, you know, on the right, uh, Navy SEAL, veteran, wounded, all of these kinds of things, runs around making a hay, a lot of hay out of that and raising money. And she confronts him on something he said with his own words, and he lies about it. And then he says, oh, well, I had to lie. And he was talking about the divinity of Christ. Because that audience wouldn't accept those words. But you guys do. I mean, he's just basically justifying lying. So here would be my proposal going forward. Don't ever elect another liar again. Don't ever vote. Just sit it out. Anybody gets caught in a lie, and and I, I don't know. You know, but... I, I think I'm not voting for any more liars anymore. I'm not either, but I wouldn't sit it out. I would maybe vote for a candidate that has no chance on some smaller party ticket that seems honest and has good yeah. stances. I mean, let your voice be heard in that way at least. I think I think that before even the voting, we have to we have to tell we have to let these politicians know you can't lie anymore. Mm-mm. This is out of control. 
you know, like, is there any rule of law right now? There doesn't seem to be a rule of law at the borders. There doesn't seem to be a rule of law in uh, the streets. I mean, here in California, it's just getting violently apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. Um, there doesn't seem to be any sort of rule of law with the Supreme Court and the government. Oh, you know, uh, don't, you know, just ignore those mandates. That was, that's the Biden administration said that. Just ignore those. You mean the highest law, the highest law in the land. Well, well what else can we ignore? Can we ignore the mandate? Yeah. You know, can can we ignore paying our taxes? I guess we can just ignore Can we ignore, ignore murder? Yeah. If, you, if you're just going to, like, that's how foolish that, I mean, it, it, it literally, I think today it's moving me to the point of speechlessness. But the level of foolishness when they say, oh, just ignore the things we don't like, but we're massively going to enforce the things, you know, like, is that not the character of this January 6th farce? We watched their protected class burn down everything. And then some yahoos had a good time on January 6th. They didn't do anything. And great, they took a crap on Nancy Pelosi's desk. It's probably not the first time. You know, and and uh, and that's supposedly the end of democracy where Wolf Blitzer and Jake Tapper have to do a two-hour special whispering. Like, And, and there's a court. Like, this is insane, and it's got to stop. Yeah. It's like even with big tech. So who whoever holds the reins of power. It's just got to be exactly however they want it. That's the quote unquote rule of law is just like exactly their opinions, their beliefs and like to heck with everybody else. So even like with big tech, even if they get all of us off of there, any lefty that suddenly has one different opinion than Mark Zuckerberg or whatever, they're going to be off too. Like it's so stupid. You can't. Oh yeah. It's like I was saying earlier, it's not going to be satisfied. It's just going to keep moving. It's like, this is the line in the sand of all like and what those truckers are doing in Canada right now. It's kind of what we need to do. Mm-hmm. We need to do it in every facet of our life mm-hmm. right now. We have to say no to them. And if we all say no and we break them and we say no to the liars and no to the things that are illegal and no to the things that are not right, that's going to be the big twist. You want the society back. You want a good society back. It's just not legal stuff. It's moral stuff. You have to say no to what's wrong. Yeah. And that's the podcast.